Well, hello, boys. Hello. And I say hello to our guest, too, uh, Blake. How you doing, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Ryan, yourself? Yeah, doing pretty good. Can't you, complain. You look miserable. Do I? <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. I think that's just... What's the follow-up to this one, huh? Oh, Where, how, how can I really serve it to you? really backed himself into a corner there. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I look like shit, Kyle. Please go on. Oh, you probably uh, edit this out. <laughs> you look like shit, Ryan, because no, I know that your lovely our wife here is to not edit anything out. Your lovely wife <laughs> is out of the country. She is not at your side, and I know you're, you're miserable oh, and you're a okay. little sad. I see. I see where we're going now. Okay. Yeah. Um. No. Totally wing that. Uh, here's the thing. I am not miserable. <laughs> I am extremely happy because yeah. it's a great opportunity for her. Yeah, it is. For it's, her. it's awesome. Yeah. What is she doing? She is in Kazakhstan. It's fine. She's in Kazakhstan right now. She's taking a trip to uh, do expedition caving because, for lack of a better word, there are a bunch of virgin caves over there Mm -hmm. that uh, haven't been surveyed. That is what you would call a hole unexplored. A virgin cave, right? You would. It's virgin cave. Yeah, it man, is. It's totally. Sick. That is how they talk about it. Yeah, that that is how the cavers talk. That doesn't about necessarily it. mean it's never had someone, but it's just never really been mapped or recorded. Yes, yes, yeah. It's the it's kind of like the tree falling in the forest thing. If it's not been surveyed, it's it doesn't virgin. exist. Nobody's been there. Sure. So until it's been, I mean, there's definitely when they do their expedition stuff, there are definitely places where it's like. The hole is this wide, and they have to get it out. So that's one hundred percent virgin stuff back there. Nobody's been back there because they're the first ones making their way, you know. Sure. But sometimes it is just like, yeah, we found a hole. It's been there forever. Who knows what's been in there? We're the first ones. Survey it, and then they claim it. And excuse me, uh, who went yes. to Kazakhstan? Uh, my wife. There you go. <laughs> if that was a setup, it was, uh, it was very good. Perfect. Uh, did you know Kazakhstan is number one exporter of potassium? I did. Okay. Did Good. you know? Just you to know that. That at a track and field event, <laughs> Kazakhstan placed a medal, and the people in the sound booth played the Kazakhstan national anthem from the Borat movie because that's what they found on a quick Google search. <gasps> oh no! So this is a real thing that happened, and you can watch it on YouTube. That is so it's, American. I love it. I don't think it was in America. I think oh, it was okay. maybe a Brazilian thing i think they're down there mm-hmm. maybe or maybe korea <laughs> but it was it wasn't like the olympics but it was like yeah. these people are gonna be in the olympics type shit like one of those track and field events yeah. like it's times happened. like this when you know the matrix exists right <laughs> and okay. let's see and where this one goes sasha baron cohen is just like a rogue agent oh, bound to destroy fucking reality by like <laughs> Folding it in on itself and like holding up that mirror. He is just breaking the matrix. Damn. You gave Sasha Baron Cohen more credit than anyone on earth ever has. I think he's brilliant. I think he's been wasted. I love him. But he's brilliant. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. I'll stick by that. I don't think he's set on bringing down the world (laughs) by making it examine itself, but. I think so. (laughs) I think so. I think he's secretly a villain. Okay. Oh. Yeah. If he had powers. A twist. Yeah. Blake, this is your your virgin hole time on the oh show. Yeah, uh, that's what they call time. it. That's yeah. what they call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. these segues on yeah. fire tonight. Hey man, I'm feeling it. We're Doing rolling. It. All right. Uh, 
we've your wife has been a guest on the show. We had her on for Overwatch. Yes, my wife is a big gamer, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she got deep into the Overwatch at one point. Well, yeah. she's not anymore. No, no. she well, she bought me a nice gaming computer a oh, few yeah. years ago. Oh. So uh, she's finally felt comfortable enough to start kind of dabbling there, and uh, she started playing some of the classics she's never played. Like right now, she's really into Borderlands. Like okay, oh, yeah, she yeah. saw the she saw the trailer and she was like, "Oh man, this looks awesome! Have you ever played this?" I was like, "Yeah," because I was a gamer <laughs> and I've played all those games. Yeah, of course. But yeah, yeah, that's uh, uh I'm going to guess go. that's my wife. Siren. Oh man, uh, no. Oddly enough, way out of left field. Assassin. She okay, assassin. sure. Yeah, Zero. Yeah. Zero in yeah. Borderlands 2. That's who I She, played. like, picked it yeah. and then went through the tutorial was like, why did I pick this? I would have never picked this. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I thought it was weird, too. I wasn't going to say anything, though. He does look cool as hell. He's like a slick Daft mm-hmm. Punk yeah. android thing. Yeah. 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 So it's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, Blake, I'm super stoked to have you on the show. Because this was your first here. Gen Con. It was. Yeah. Um, Me and my wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> Uh, oh, but Ryan, that's a reality this, is, of course, show. this was like your third or fourth year. Uh, yes, fourth year, fourth mm-hmm. year. So you are in it. I'm in it. Yeah, I kind of um, know what to expect now. So Gen Con, for those that don't know, is the it's a convention for generic convicts. <laughs> yes. So I mean, yep. you have your white supremacists, yep. the yep. MS13, mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, and then you can like get your pictures taken with all these. No, sure, no. <laughs> it is an idiot. It could happen. Geneva Convention. Oh, yes. as in the lakes or Lake Geneva mm-hmm. Warhammer Convention. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think right. Sure. No, I, like up in Michigan. Like no shit. Yeah. I thought it was a convention <laughs> for like general contractors. Yes. I, I thought about these all day. So I'm oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Gin construction. I Hold on. Your, please, let's hear more. Wow. That was, I'm sorry. That was, no, 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 no. It was actually, it worked well because you broke it up because I only had two. Oh, you got to make a list of three, man. That's the rule. Well, That's true. The, the, it's it's barely a list. That was going to be the segue because then I would say just Gen Con. I don't know what that means, though. Geneva Convention. What? Well, yeah. no, like the real... <laughs> Is it really? Yes, for it's the, the Lake Geneva okay. Warhammer Convention. Mm-hmm. So that would have been which a good was segue. like I think this is the fifty second or fifty third yes, so year somewhere. So in it there. obviously started up around Lake Six. Geneva. Yes, up in Michigan, and then has since moved down because of some kind of social issue at the time up there. Okay, which is why, like a few years back in Indiana, when Mike Pence was here. There is a big, like, we're moving Gen Con out of Indiana because fuck Mike Pence. Well, there's a and very controversial bill sign that had yes. the whole state up in arms. Yes, and that's yeah, when, yeah. Ha, So they were under contract. Are they still planning to leave? No. Um, no? I don't think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. that's good to hear. I don't think they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is held now in Lucas Oil Stadium still? Uh, it's the entire It's the entire Indiana Convention Center. Okay. And Lucas Oil. Wow. And usually it spills into a bunch of the hotels and bars and places all around, too. Okay. It It's kind of massive. <laughs> it yeah. is a big sea of fucking people. It's yeah. maybe the most people I've ever seen, and I've been tits deep in Seoul, South sure. Korea. Sure. During, like, peak time, you know, when everybody's out. And Gen Con, I think, takes the cake. It is really? just... So, <laughs> I gathered a few numbers just because I'm kind of that kind of guy. I love it. it. Yes. So, <laughs> Blake, you uh, might be a more permanent guest on the show. Uh, 
give you some numbers of perspective of how big it is. There were 70,000 attendants, ticketed attendants this year. Good God. That's 528 exhibiting companies that was in the big um, hall. Mm -hmm. And then uh, 19,600 ticketed events. So whether you were demoing a game or playing a community game or whatever. Or people just walked around. Right. You could just do a pickup game, just jump into Mm -hmm. anything. Damn. So they have that shit just hanging out too. Yeah, if you want. Yeah. They and that's that's what is maybe like the hardest thing about Gen Con is it's I don't know. I'm gonna get your perspective. My first time, I was overwhelmed by like everything you could fucking do. That there are like the exhibit floor is huge, and then there's all these ticketed events, and there's like a whole secret schedule of all these th- these things happening that you'll only know about if you go online to their website and look at like the event finders, and like there's so much shit to do. Like I don't know how long the Lucas Oil Stadium thing has been going. I only know about it because I was just like maybe there's something over there last year, and I walked over and there fucking was. Oh really? You know? Yeah. It's. It is a lot. There's a lot to fucking do, and it is not maybe the most Most easily laid out. Yeah, it's not super approachable. Yeah, it is very much like some of the fucking board games you'll play, which is like, you know, good luck. Figure out at your own pace. We're not going to hold your hand. Mm -hmm. It's it's interesting. But uh, what was your kind of impression? So this was my first time ever being at the convention center. So I've been to Lucas Oil once, which, you know, it's it's a big stadium, so it's, you know, kind of awe-inspiring, right? What'd you go for? Uh, I went to a football game when I was, like, 20. Were the Colts? Yes. Okay, cool. Colts? That makes sense, yeah. I'm going to say Browns, but I'm probably (laughs) wrong. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Well, they they use it for a lot of other things, too, so... Yeah, but yeah. I've not been to those yet. I think okay. Alex went and saw the... They do, like, a marching band yeah. thing there, and that was uh, pretty I never cool. played there. I played at the old Colts Stadium when I was in marching band. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, but, but yes, so the Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, super awe-inspiring and huge, but this convention center, yeah. I mean, is every bit is big, if not bigger, uh, <sighs> and it has three ballrooms, and these ballrooms are gorgeous. I mean, mm-hmm. Alex and I walked in one and they were doing pickup games and man, she was like stunned at how beautiful this place was. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. The place Did you go huge. into any of the uh, hotels around. Yes. There, we like went the to Hyatt or one. Uh, can, yeah, we did. They, so they Marriott. have seminars as well for like writing. Yeah. 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 Um, like role playing games. If you're interested in making your own games, all kinds of Cosplay seminars, stuff yeah. like a bunch of things. Yeah. I think I even saw like puppets like you can like a yes. puppet making course. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, they this offer everything me more and more. And yeah. they they tend to branch out into the the conference rooms and the hotels nearby. Yeah. Um and then that's a whole nother like every time you go another day, you find another area or another facet you can open up and mm-hmm. it just gets that much bigger. So that first day you're just taking it all in. You you go through the big exhibit hall which has yeah. these uh 528 companies in here and you're I mean that's a whole day. And then the next day you could go over to Lucas Oil. If, like, I challenge you to actually go through and look at each booth and what they have there in one day, I don't think you can get through it. No. no. In no eight to ten hours, there's no... Yeah, and That's they each so offer, funny. like, 30 to, 
plus things, you know? Right. Some of these things are like board game companies the size of like I, I don't know what's one that you would know. Ooh, uh but Fantasy Flight? No. No. Okay. I know Milton Bradley dogs. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. <laughs> but Something like that. You'd have, like, Monopoly and Risk and every fucking thing they have there. So it's like, look at all that. I do have and a sweet-ass have... version of Risk. It's what like, kind? It's, like, super fancy and, like, has these really, these wood pieces. It's pretty sweet. Oh, wow. I like Risk as a game. I do, played. too. Never played? I really? do, too. But only if you play it with the rules and you have to use, like, the cards with the missions. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'd be into it if you had to speak in accents the whole time. I'm sure. Dude, I, I couldn't will, do it. I would that way. I, you could I just be the American. be given the uh, kicked out of America card <laughs> so quick. Yeah, but you uh, got to speak in like old English. Old English? Yeah. What? It's old American. <laughs> no, old American. Right? Would it be? Because, all right, it's so old they were from the colonies. They were from the colonies, yes. So they would have had an English accent. It's but called old English, isn't it? Is it not? Am yeah. I? I'm they wrong. probably talk that way. I have no clue, At least, guys. I mean, George Washington, for goddamn sure, had a British accent. Because he was a fucking, like, British general oh, before this is he true. came the fuck over here. So, like, yeah. that dude was okay. super British. At what point did they turn? I oh. feel like the witch. It Like, if they're, you can <laughs> yes. speak like oh. you're playing in the witch. That was the Puritan Puritan style. Yeah. Yeah, puritanical yeah. speaking. That's rough. Doubtless thou what to seeth my wiener. <laughs> that is what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is what I want in my games. I want some imagination. I shall I'll take Australia like that guy through your butthole. Oh, that's the that's the boy. That's that fucking guy from The Witch. That's oh, why yeah. I heard the entire fucking movie. I heard Christian Bale Batman. I did too at first. <laughs> it's but about then the same. You mentioned it. It's about it. the same. Sure. <laughs> Maybe I have like voice blindness. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> figure uh, that one out well alright so we're talking Gen Con I did have an opening yes. question but I'll make it a closing question okay because this is actually a good conversation with oh Roland. yeah I see um so I guess I want to ask first off what was your worst moment at Gen Con this year hmm I'd like to know that I actually was not anticipating this kind of question okay. I, I got one I'm, I've got one alright so, go ahead uh I, I went and saw two podcast shows of another podcast that I listened to. Um, Wait, there are other podcasts? Would you, I, would you care to say the name? Yeah. Shame, as a shameless plug? Yeah, fuck you. Glass yeah. Cannon Podcast. Okay. They are okay. phenomenal gamers, uh, uh, comedians, improvisa- impro- anyway, uh, improvisators. Im- improvisation. Well, well, the I don't know how you'd say it. Anyway, improvisers. improvisers. There's the word. There you go. They're just great writers and actors and anything. They're great. Um, but I saw them twice, Thursday and Saturday. I got nice. to meet them, and I got pretty excited about that. So I may have had a few too many drinks. Oh, sure. So I pre- felt pretty poorly on Sunday, and okay. I did not make it to Sunday. Oh. That is my my little shame. Okay. I was so looking forward to it, and I, I think I kind of let Alex down. She was ready to play some more games, and I was holding her back. All right. Well, I mean... I was struggling to think of a worse moment, so I'm going to piggyback off yours and say the same. I missed out on Sunday, too, for the same reason. Uh, Friday night, I got really drunk at Circle Center Mall waiting for this uh, Norman, Os- uh, Norman that, Osborne that thing. thing. You sent the yeah, yeah. Off. Okay. I had time to kill, and I got real drunk by accident. <laughs> um, and so I did that. I'll talk about that more at some point, I imagine. 
But um, when I was walking back, I was just going to stop in the convention center to take a pee. And there was a group of people playing werewolf that called me over to play with them. And I was real drunk and suggestible. So I was like, yeah, fuck it, yeah, let's go over there. Yeah, I'll play. Ugh. You know, and I sat down and six hours of my life passed. I know. And it was three thirty in the morning because they all had booze and they were they like they knew these people had Gen Con before because they had booze hidden in coffee cups. They had like a bunch of Starbucks like of just like straight booze. Yep. Fantastic. Just brilliant thinkers. It was free flowing. I hung out real late. So like I stayed up, was real shitty and salty. Saturday, I got through like the convention floor, mm-hmm. and that was about it. I was like, I gotta go home, man. I like, I'm dying from last night. I drank <laughs> way too hard. You know, I stayed up way too uh-huh. late, only to uh-huh. wake up again at like eight in the morning because, oh, yeah, because my maid like woke me up on accident. I didn't put up my do not disturb sign. <laughs> oh. So she woke me up super early and was like, hello? I was like, oh shit, like I'm getting kicked out. Like I missed checkout and like I'm fucking freaking out. No, it's just the maid. And she was like, sorry. She went away. And as I was checking out later that day, three hours later, (laughs) she was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's fine. It's fine. No worries. Oh, you actually ran into her later? Yeah, I ran into her again. Yeah. Uh, That was the worst part of Gen Con, I guess. It's really not that bad. No, that's true. Uh, well, I would piggyback that's off that true. and say that was one of my favorite things about Gen Con. Like, yeah, you didn't have to know anybody there. You didn't have yeah. to know the game. You didn't have to have a, a, a smile on your face. Anybody you could have walked up to, you could have jumped in their game and had a great time. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. even if you're not super into games, like it's just such a nice atmosphere where just everybody wants to have a good time. It's that's the first time I've ever been around yeah. that many people with just a, a cause to enjoy themselves and not have some ulterior motive of like myself selfishness blah, blah, oh blah. yeah yeah mm. yeah exactly it's it's a bunch of people getting together who just want to share board games with one another like mm-hmm. it's probably a bunch of people i don't know where you fall in the scamp like me who has like a bunch of board games and like really wants to get like real deep into them and doesn't have like the people around to support that always like it's hard to facilitate that sometimes Gen Con is that place where it's like, that looks really fucking hard and it's going to take like an hour and a half. I want to play this and then somebody will fucking play with me. Mm-hmm. And usually they'll be really cool. They'll have like a good attitude. You know, I've I've had in my four years, maybe one bad experience. And it was at like a kind of a social game, kind of a lot like um, a you don't know Jack type where you're trying to be funny on the spot. And the guy just was a wet noodle and not having any of it. So, and that was so anything? like, kind of, yeah. yes, kind of like that. So it, it so wasn't even like bad. It's just like, this is a game where you're supposed to be having fun and you're not even trying to have fun. So what's the point? And like, that was it. But right. like, that's the only bad experience I've had. Otherwise, it's been people, like you said, just like real eager to just want to play, make a friend real quick and just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah. I don't know. And if you like board games, they have like hundreds, hundreds on the floor to play for free. On, you on don't Lucas have to Oil pay Stadium. Anything. Oh, Lucas Oil and on the oh, show floor. Like sure. you don't have to pay. You can play pretty much a full game at most of those demo tables like right. for free. I got a few questions before I have the follow up to that one. Yes. Number one. Did either of you guys see the Metal Gear Solid board game? 
No. I don't know if it's out yet. I was no. just curious if it was there at all. I did see something cool. What was it? Um, come back to me. I did see something cool. <laughs> what about did either I did see not see anything either Attack on Titan board game? I you Yes, know, I did see that. There's a card game and a board game. There, I know, yeah. And I saw the card game. I didn't see the board game this year, but I actually saw the board game last year mm. before it came out as a prototype. I still haven't got it. That will maybe be the that and the Metal Gear game. I do plan to get. It Honestly, at some point. it's uh, I think it's done by Antoine Bauza, who uh, means nothing to you. Yes, but he's done Seven Wonders. Um, I think I'm also the fill in Takedo audience in this. <laughs> yeah, I know there might be like one yeah. person who understands these board game yeah, references. Sure. Um, Ghost Stories is Antoine Bauza. Anyway. He's a fantastic designer, so I'm, like, really interested just for, like, his involvement. He usually takes, like, real hard concepts in gaming and boils them down to their most simplest mechanic that, like, anybody, if they can just listen for, like, a minute or two, like, can get. Sure. Like, it's really... Oh, he's one of the most elegant game designers. Hmm. So, he did an Attack and Titan game. I'm interested in it. Did you remember the interesting? No, no. It was, <laughs> all right, I knew that was gonna happen. All that I could not find. I know. I tried my best. I got nothing, man. But uh, don't talk to me. There was a really cool place where they like did games that were in other media. So there was um, a Bloodborne game, a Dark Souls yeah. game. Oh, that's also a game. And there's too. another game. Oh, oh Sti- or I got. Not. Yeah, yeah. You guys are the best. I just remembered. It was the uh, Cyberpunk is coming oh, out the new mm-hmm. board game. Sure. But it hasn't debuted. I think it's in December. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think so. But that one, I, I guess I didn't get to see it, but the art was really cool. Oh, I yeah. was I was like way into that. Yeah. I want to say that is the same people. They also do a Doom board game too. And they have fantastic miniatures. Like that's yes. like what they're known for. Really? It's like really Tight. detailed little mm-hmm. plastic miniatures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're coming out with a cyberpunk game. Fantastic. Everybody should be excited. Yeah. <laughs> Have either of you guys ever played Warhammer? Um, no, but I know a lot of people who did. And if I was a kid who had any bit of money growing up, I would have. Sure. But I didn't. And like, just, all right, hear me out. Let me break this down for people who don't know Warhammer. It is a tabletop war game where you have little pieces on a fucking huge board that you can decorate with train if you want. And you move them around. And you measure with inches and rulers, essentially, and you do math and convert things and you just fight each other and you take turns and it's real slow and I hate it and I hate it. But I'm sorry, Blake, I'm sure you love it. But to do this, you first need to build an army, which consists of like six figures, which are Mm. like maybe 40 to 50 dollars a piece. For the set, and you have oh, to have at okay. least two of those sets, yeah. if not more. Some of the figures range for like twenty to thirty dollars a piece. Uh, Warhammer has bullshit rules like you have to paint them in tournaments. Um, if you use an unpainted set, you get points deducted and can probably never ever fucking win. Yep. It's fucking horseshit. <laughs> this is horseshit. So not only are you spending all your goddamn money. On these fucking army pieces, but then you have to spend your time to paint. Fuck that shit. It's an investment. I'm out. Yeah. See, and that's why I can't do it. That's too much. I have one job. Counter. So, Blake, everything that you said about measuring and and (laughs) in the armies, like 
I love. I like never got into Warhammer, but I so I, we didn't talk about my um where I fit into the gaming. Oh, I'm yeah. a huge role player. That was okay. my next question was why board games, but I'm yeah. So I'm I'm very into role playing games. I play Pathfinder, Starfinder, Dungeons and Dragons. Like love it. So you know you're always measuring out and 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 doing numbers and crunching all the time. So like I know it's not for everybody. I definitely know that. I love Can I counter so you? Can I counter <laughs> sure. you? Of course. Because I too, though I think I much per- I prefer board games to tabletop RPGs like that, like Pathfinder and all those. I do enjoy them. And I think a lot of it is the social component and like you're having conversations as your character with other characters and you're trying to like progress a story or something. Warhammer is literally like you only get those mechanics, none of that like flavor. And I think the only flavor is in your fucking painting of it and like the personality behind it. I know there's like a lore to Warhammer, that's, but that's I don't think it, it really in. factors into like the games. Right. It'll be like, Probably here's it, it. It literally boils down to you have this objective. There's this thing you have to get. You have 10 turns to do this. You have to be in this zone. You can't go to this zone. And they have very specific things, but there's really no story. It is just like, the orcs are back, and they're here to fight, like, blah, blah, blah. It'd be the same thing from, like, a Marvel board game where it's just like, oh, villains are doing bad things, and you have to stop them because you're good. I'll jump in and say I have spent many (laughs) a night either drunk or milked out of my mind reading Warhammer 40k lore. And fucking loving every second of it. You fucking would. There's books. It seems there's so, so, so edgelord to me, I've too. Seen, <laughs> dude, I've been so close like three times to order like these the fucking Warhammer 40k books yeah. off. Of, there's like some trilogy yeah. of this dude who's like collecting like super crazy objects and he's like mm-hmm. a priest in the order, but he's still... So it's essentially like the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> a bit, yeah. But... I don't know, man. I love that shit. I eat that shit up. Huh. I I love deep that lore is bullshit. The most Kyle thing I've heard of is to get into the lore of something you but don't care about or will ever. I've play. never played, and will I don't think you'll ever play it. I've I take I played <laughs> a lot of the Warhammer 40k video game adaptations. Okay. Oh, I yeah. do take that back. Yes. I played what Space Marine, like which is a third person shooter. It's pretty fucking badass. Okay. And there's also Vermintide, right? Uh, is Vermintide in? The, it's in the universe. It is. Mm, it is. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Warhammer Vermintide, I think, is by... Is that what it is? Okay. I'm not very oh, familiar. I've played both of them. Space Marine, Space Marine is 40K. Yes. And I think Vermintide is just Warhammer. That's the older style. Yeah. Which I get, the fantasy. I'm super into the 40K, like, the sci-fi, sci-fi stuff. part. Yeah, me too. Less the fantasy. But I, I have played Vermintide 1 and 2, and they mm-hmm. have, like, this crazy RTS game. That I've had on my wish list. Forever, is it but, Dawn of War? Yeah, it's like Dawn oh, of War three. Yes, I think they're fucking really good. Yeah. They they use that Warcraft three mechanic of the kind of heroes. You that, have like the super powerful dudes, yes, and yeah, yes. Except it's just like a squad of five or six of them only, and each one is different. So I I think it's fantastic. It, it brought me Warcraft three vibes, which is I one of my favorite RTSs. So yeah, I loved it. I thought. So yeah, ten out ten game. I started this play question, but like I've said many times before, I didn't really have board games growing up. I had a few yeah. that I played with my sister and my mom, 
But you guys were like, you neither of you were either, but you're both nope. deep into it now. Yes. So, like, when did that start? And do you know why? Is there a thing? Like, what's the trigger that hit you guys and not me? I'll speak for myself. My brain is broken, and they, they like, trigger something that is that worker progression thing. Um... It's, it's the same as, like, any kind of Diablo-type RPG where I see the levels go up. And it doesn't even have to fucking do anything. But, like, boop, dopamine rush. Like, oh, I leveled up. Board games trigger that same kind of thing in me. Like, that kind of mechanical thinking. I don't know what it is. But, like, it just... I don't know. At this point in my life, like, it just hits me at the exact right mood. I don't know. Yeah? I kind of, like... The ability to have a slower paced game if you want to and really think about the strategy, like really like you don't win or die by like just twitch reflex or like rote memorization of one thing or the other. It is you have these think your way out of a situation usually like that's most board games. And I think that's fascinating. Yeah. So, uh, I probably, so I, I agree with that. That is like huge, especially for like our age group. Yeah. We're used to the, you know, those beginner video games when we were younger and Mm -hmm. like that definitely hits me hard. Um, but for myself, like I didn't have a very, um, uh, my dad wasn't very uh, encouraging of those types of things. Sure. I, my um, dad wouldn't either, but he wasn't around much. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's I, weird. It didn't hit. I, 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 I never had like a creative outlet. Um, uh-huh. I was lucky enough to meet my wife, and uh, she got me into my first game of Pathfinder, which is a, a D&D, um, similar to D&D. So and, she uh, was already into the RPG scene. played a little bit. And you to it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yes. Okay. And from that first day, um, wow. it just scratched that itch of creating and imagining and acting and yeah. uh, just suspending disbelief. And yeah. also that crunchy numbers, because I've always loved numbers. I just I think something about it in that yep. you can just do them real quick and it feels good. If mm-hmm. there's anything that is keeping me out of it, it's, dude, I'm fucking awful at math. Mm-hmm. And that's it's, why I gravitate yeah. towards video games because they do it for me yes. and make it flashy. Right. I like my imagination. I, mm-hmm. I use it a lot, but you add numbers and my imagination is gone because I'm focused mm-hmm. only on this shit. And it's, oh, I can't do it. Well, lucky you, Kyle. There are a bunch of board games that don't use math or numbers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I played a lot of Exploding Kittens Well, actually, kittens most of them do. Weekend. Oh, nice. While you guys were at Gen Con, I was yeah. playing Exploding Kittens. Again, I fucking love that game. Fan favorite, man. That is a good one to bring to any party. It's one of those it's easy, brilliant, like what simple you want, ones. Yeah. That it's quick to learn, hard mm-hmm. to master, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of fucking strategy, and there's a lot of pokerness to it, because yes. you're playing with cards, and you're fucking with people on so many different levels. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at the cards in the deck advanced, because you have that ability, then you're fucking with people like, oh... You're playing specifically to other players, yeah. but as oh, a group. Yeah. Not, you're not trying to screw over the entire group. You're trying to screw over David to this turn. And exactly. next time you're going to screw over Aaron. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot of fun, man. Yeah. That I do get. But board games on a whole haven't grabbed me like that. Yeah. Now, I think also, it's interesting. You say board games as a whole... What would you what would you label as some of these board games that I mean, haven't grabbed you? There's the 
the classic. Well, I mean, you know, I played Monopoly as a kid. All right. Yeah. Sorry, trouble, <laughs> aggravation. I've played now, like House on Haunted Hill. I've played like, like All right. three times. Yes. It's okay, but like I will I'm not tell in a you, rush I'm not a fan it. of it. Okay, I'm not a fan of it, and I think that's also one which has a huge probability to break and not be fucking fun. Yeah, when like that twist comes in and the whole second half changes, mm-hmm. I I've more often than not I've seen it break and just not be fun. And if you don't have everybody like willing to be like in that Pathfinder D and D kind of sense of like role playing spirit playing as the character, it's not it's not fun. It's it's a kind of broken game. I'm with you. Um, that's probably the only one you said, though, that I would say is in the realm of what is, I think, it's modern. What modern, yeah, sure. tabletop yeah. games are. And yeah. I, again, you know, I've tried too, but I think we've talked about this. Like, most game nights, people are getting drunk. And well, then... all right. So, new ones we've done. The what? Uh, what's the one with the code names? Yes. Codenames is a new it's modern a great game. board game. It's weird. Like, for me, a board game, I feel, has to have a board hmm. itself. There's also... Because that's hmm. like a card game. Like, I wouldn't... Sure. Well, I guess it it all is under the same umbrella. Um, it's... Yeah, I guess it's different. It's a recreational group game. Yeah, see, then it just becomes <laughs> stupid sounding. I don't know. I would. I. I know. Like a bunch of card games are called out for being called card games specifically. Oh, but then there are things like Love Letter or Coup. Coup is I would consider a board game, not a card game, even though it's only Coup's the one cards and one coins. One person is like a president, and uh, you you have two roles, which could be like assassin, duke, uh, countess, whatever. Sure. But, like, your goal is to take out other people by, like, correctly calling them out. And if you correctly call them out, they have to flip and lose one of their cards. So you want to be the last person with your rolls down. So it's like a bluffing game. Okay. But there's no board. I would consider that a board game, even though it is just cards and coins. Because you are at a... I don't know. I don't know what the qualification is. What 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 do you think on this? Uh, so Webster defines board game as a tabletop game that involves counters and or pieces moved on a pre-made surface or board. So okay, I played a game this weekend called Red Dragon Inn. Yeah. Oh, I've got it. It is. A, is that a board game? Yes, because you all have player boards. Yes, exactly. So okay. I think you can have card because they are cards. It is a card, and and you can change out different decks. Yeah, but it it's still a I think a board game. Um, well, you had that game with the giant mechas and like fighting oh. in Tokyo. Yeah, that's a board game, but it's played <laughs> with cards. Right. Uh, it mo- dice. I would say okay, it's mostly there were dice. Also dice. It's mostly dice. Okay. Still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's a board. I would say something like coup or even exploding kittens. The board is your imagination sure. on the table because like there is a specific place you place things and you know oh. where it's at on the table. They just don't go through the waste of making a fucking board to put it on. Because right. how many of those old fucking games? I don't know. I got a bunch of like really shitty Walmart board games that weren't board games that would be like the logo game, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. which I'm sure was like a three dollar Goodwill find, but it had like a board on it, and it's then also- like two stacks of cards where you just ask questions from the cards, and it's like 
there's no reason to have the board. This is just shitty waste. So maybe, maybe board games are going green and they're <laughs> making you use your imagination. Board right. games still works. Board this, this looping logic, I like it. <laughs> That's um, all I got. All right, well. Cards is board games too. So I want to do my follow-up question now, unless Blake yeah. has something to interject with. Okay. Uh, so I asked the worst thing about Gen Con. Of course, now I want to know, what was your best Gen Con experience? Play. Do you have it? I, I did mention a, a little earlier, just the friend, friendliness of the attendees. Okay. Like, okay. It was long overdue. It's been a long time since I've had that, that just acceptance. It like, that yeah. feels so good. Hell yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's I my see, high. I could see that yeah. with like, as we've said <laughs> many times, Finding a group of people to play anything with is a challenge. So mm-hmm. I could see going to a place where, like, that is the singular goal of 72,000 whatever people there. For sure. That's probably pretty fucking sweet. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what about you, bud? I think it might be. <coughs> Excuse me. I have a tickle in my throat. Um, I think it might be the ARG I got roped into, which is. Um, so, you we, know, I love a good alternate reality. We game. talked about the Black Panther statue, right? Uh, I don't remember who did it. I think it was Spin Masters, but apparently this place, they, they've done Santorini in the past and what's our the five minute dungeon are some of their big games right now. Um, but they had a Wakanda forever, a Black Panther game. And what they had was like a full life size Black Panther statue out front. Which drew a lot of attention. I went over there, of course, and everybody fucking did. You took your fucking gimmick shots and whatever. <laughs> you swallow your shame and just say, like, whatever. It's worth it. Um, and then I played it, and it's real. It's it's a it's a fun game. Though one of the rules is, like, a win condition is you have to go, like, Wakanda forever and do this. And everybody at my table kept doing it. And I was that stick in the mud that when it came to me, I was like, nah, I'm okay. I would be you. I couldn't do it. I was I like, nah, it. I don't feel comfortable doing nah, this at all. I don't want to do this. Thank you. Thank you. But anyway, <laughs> I'd have done it. Really? Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> fucking A, man. That's good. You get into it. I I don't judge, but I was just like, I I'm, I feel uncomfortable doing that. As white as this whole convention is it's right a, it's now. It's a fictitious like, so... world, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? I yeah. know. I know, but like I it's was like, not ever... in that world smelling all like the body odor sure. around me and the people. Like I was very firmly in super white Indiana at this moment and I did not want to go Wakanda. Forever. Sure. I guess there's some like uh, you know, underlined uh themes there, but sure. like you, you haven't had someone say like, <laughs> you know, praise the sun. Like that's a fictitious uh yeah. salute. But it's sure, but if I was playing the Dark Souls board game, I still might not want to do praise, praise the, sun. the sun every time I get a point. Sure. I don't know. But anyway, that the game was fun. I ended up buying it. Oh. Uh, and when I went up to the counter, I was talking to them about this. So and wait, will you do Wakanda forever in the privacy of your own home? Maybe ironically, <laughs> like I might do it as a joke to Laura, like when nobody else is around. Maybe. Oh man, you gotta. It's just like whispering here. Hey, Wakanda forever. <laughs> Did, hey, didn't Metallica do something like this? I mean, a lot because of that would work do. like Metallica forever. Like that fits the cadence. Anyway, I was there. 
<laughs> you could have just went X Men. Fucking wait, yeah, that's way better. I shit. God damn, I am way out of <laughs> way out of my element here. God damn, buy this game. Right, okay. I buy this game. What is the name of it again? Wakanda Forever. Is, <laughs> no, really, the name of the game. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Asking you, but <laughs> now I'm gonna ask you like four more times. All right, so I'm buying this game. Uh huh. And uh, they had some promotional art for this other game called The Sinister Six. What you're wearing this shirt? Uh, now. Which I'm wearing the shirt now. So that that maybe leads into things, but. Uh, it had some really cool art. It was very uh, silhouette like, vector-style, flat. Flat, like, muted colors, like, very 50s pinup kind of style. The Sinister Six did? The Sinister Six game, yeah. The promotion art did. And I was like, that looks great. Like, that lo- that art's fantastic. And I was talking to the person behind the counter, and they are like, yeah, are you interested in it? We sold out today and yesterday, or yesterday, this was Friday. So they had sold out of the game that they had available for the day. I guess they have... A certain amount for Friday, a certain amount for thir- Thursday, a certain amount for Saturday, and so on. Um, it's like, we've sold out, but you might be able to find something if you do this later tonight. And she hands me a card, and it's a business card, and I've got it. While you dig that out, do you think that they actually had copies of the game that they sold? Boom. Or did they say that to everybody who came up? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I definitely did not see it offered to anybody else in front of me okay uh because i was being very nosy i'm a very nosy line waiter i really look cool, at right? everything that everybody watches um i i like to think it, they probably did give it out to everybody but they gave it out <laughs> to me specifically because i talked to them about the game so what game were you buying before this wakanda forever okay <laughs> So that business card is so expensive. There's no way they right? didn't make a million of those. Yeah, this is like beautiful. It's, nice. it's like midnight black on one side, and there's a it's blueprint of a, nice. a location. It's like the gloss black because your fingerprints show it's up on it. Gorgeous. There's no way they didn't it's make a, a million of those. Card. Oh yeah. Um. So what it is? It's an Oscorp Industries card, and it has at the bottom right Norman Osborn, CEO and founder, and on the back are blueprints of the Circle Center Mall. Floor two, and it's a blueprint, uh, essentially heist blueprint, and it tells you where to meet up for the heist at 9 p.m. that night. And immediately I was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing tonight, but it's fucking this. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is what I'm doing now. Like, this is weird. I want to see what's up. Like, I don't care what happens. You were so excited you sent me a picture yeah. of that card, and we're like, dude, I look did. what I just got. I think I'm in an ARG. Yeah, I was like, you like ARGs. I think I'm in like a real life ARG. And it kind of was. So I ended up going. Um, told you. I got to Circle Center Mall a little bit early. Um, I and got hammered. I got hammered. Because I got there like an hour and a half early. So I were had, you cosplaying as Dr. Drunktopus? I think he's a wild card for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to think of a better one. I don't think I have it. Kobe! Damn. <laughs> Please continue. It's surely there, though, and I'm now, like, stuck on this. Uh, no, I, I'm not going to get it yet. Craven surely has something to do with Spearnoff Vodka somehow. But, um, is that racist? <laughs> no, you just go way too elaborate when I just put the word drunk instead of octo. <laughs> You're trying to, like, take it to this meta level. I'm giving it the basest fucking thought. All right, so... 
<laughs> so your heist. I yeah. drank a bunch, went and played mini golf. It was a uh, arc. Okay. Uh, it was in the, the mall. The glow in the dark one. Yeah, it sure. was real shitty, but it was like seven bucks, and I was hammered, and I needed to kill thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking did the trick. <laughs> so I show up about eight forty, and there's a line of maybe like ten people or so. I'm like, okay, cool. I wait. Um, it's they're meeting outside of the GameStop, and inside they had immediately they taken out all the racks and put in like tables um and at about nine o'clock they start letting us in i turn around there are maybe like a hundred people in line by this point so i got there like just in time but um some guy came out wearing one of these sinister six shirts and uh really was just like high school actor into it and was like Who's here to take down Spider-Man? And like was just super hammy into it. And he was like, we are the Sinister Six and we're going to take back New York or whatever. And was making this whole kind of elaborate thing. We went in and we were broken off into groups of six, uh, given a puzzle to solve, at which point it would tell us the no- another location to go into the mall, which was actually just like across the way, and like I saw them you prepping see, for yeah, it, like I was gonna say, way you could before. Totally figure it out. So it was essentially just like, all right, let's just go over there real quick. I was like, I think it's this way, and we kind of <laughs> led the charge, and everybody followed suit real quick. Um, and then we sat down and played like this game, the Sinister Six game, for a, maybe like an hour, hour and fifteen minutes, and then the designer of the game was there. He offered the game with some promos. He gave out free T-shirts and was gonna sign and talk to sign the game and talk to you if you want. I didn't because I didn't know the guy, so it really meant nothing to me. But I did end up buying the game. Uh, It was it was fun. So you not only bought this game, but you bought the other game, which was Wakanda Forever. Okay. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did. Uh huh. Blake, what about yeah. you, man? How much? How much did you drop? <laughs> you know, I I bought a few nerd stuff. I bought a nice uh, what is it called? Wormwood dice holder. That was my okay. big my 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 big spend. But uh, besides that, we bought the Red Dragon Inn. She bought a bunch of dice. Nice. Oh, she got some like you know top of the line metal dice and a laser engraved case. <laughs> She made out like a, you know, <laughs> she won that heist, yeah. Gen Con, she I'll won. tell you, you can get some nice dice if you're into yes. tabletop gaming there. You get some real nice stuff. We both walked out mm-hmm. pretty happy. Um, and one of my friends this year found like a place that did reversible like um, D&D mats that oh. are apparently like real good for like drawing your little villages or True. castles or whatever you're whatever doing. You uh, yeah. That's important. Yeah. I don't know, but sure. Sure. Uh, yeah. So uh, the only thing I think we were bummed out, I think we were really, they have a, a game called Tiny Tina's Robot Tea Party where you build oh, and destroy yeah. other people's clap traps. Mm-hmm. What? Um, it's new. It's, uh, I think it just came out. And mm-hmm. by the time we got to it, it was sold out. God damn. It yeah. looks like so much fun. Um, well, yeah, and it's Borderlands, and so it was Borderlands. Got my attention, and Alex is really into Borderlands right now. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get this cool game." Yeah, sold out. I think that was our big bummer. Um, besides that, I got to play test the new edition of Pathfinder, which is the oh, big yeah. game I'm into. So, how was it? It was very different, but very good. 
So positive walking away from it. It makes it approachable for more people, which is great because that's the big issue with, it seems like, most people who are not into RPGs. That's interesting because I've always, uh, my experience has been Pathfinder has been much more approachable than I've like always heard D&D. it's like D&D light. Anyway, because right? they stuck behind on what was like an old D&D format when D&D moved and it got more complicated. It got less complicated. D&D it's got op- less complicated. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? shit. So D&D, where it is now, mm-hmm. is easier than Pathfinder. Yeah, the first edition. Now, the second edition, oh. they've tried to lighten it up and make it more approachable while still making it really crunchy. Their whole okay. selling point was literally think of anything you want in the world and you can do it. Like, you can make it. If you want to make a Hulk, you can make a Hulk character. You can't do that in Dungeons and Dragons without breaking a ton of rules. So okay. they just made it more approachable to everybody. Hmm. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. I was pretty excited. I got all my books signed by like those folks I went and saw. I saw nice. but, so, yeah. a lot of the people. The other really cool thing, like you said earlier, like not only are you buying the game, but you're like talking to the people who built that game. So mm-hmm. they're just so pumped up to see you and sell you something that they're so super proud of. Mm-hmm. They spent like fucking years yeah, working the, on. Yeah. So I got I got that. That was really cool. And, and just literally every yeah. vendor was like that. And it's like you're never going to get the better explanation of how to play that game ever in your life. Mm-hmm. So for some of these harder games, like best way is to learn it at Gen Con. You're never going to learn it in a better way. Like, how many games did you buy? Oh, man, we don't want to talk about that, do we? I, mean, I always do, <laughs> because... Oh, all right, uh, let me, I spent a bit this year. Is do you have this a backpack? Your worst year? It might be, and I said it wasn't going to be, but it ended up being a bunch of expansions. Oh. Uh, because I'm at the point where I'm not trying to get a bunch of new shit, even though I did just get two new Marvel games. Um, and uh, what I bought this year were... Expansions for other games that I've had. So, like, I've got Smash Up expansions. I'm into Marvel Legendary. I got expansions for that. And then I'm also into, um, oh, shit, the Game of Thrones card game. Okay. So I got expansions for that, too. Um, but what I did get new this year... Oh, no, I had I had something, and then I lost it. Board game backpack? I got a board game backpack. Did you really? No, oh. I didn't. What I is, wish that what was is the it. Board game okay, backpack? these are <laughs> outrageously large backpacks. I'm talking that backpack is two foot off your back, and it's full it's of board games. And there, Alex got swept away on the first day by two bigger fellas with these these board game backpacks <laughs> who didn't realize they had squished her, picked her up, and walked her really? down the aisle. True story. Oh, I thought you were, she got swept away like she was super into it. And no, no, that's no, no. where I thought it was going to. Yeah. Swept, swept away. away. Like she had to say help, Ooh. and like, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh shit, fuck." That's insane. That's amazing. Yep. So board game backpacks. Didn't know it was a thing till Gen Con. That's rough. All right, so it's not a thing that they sold there, but like yes. if they did sell them there. Yeah, right? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, the AEG booth, where I got my Smash Up expansion, uh, for the listeners who are not visually into this, it is a box, maybe the size, maybe like 6 by 10 by 2. It's not very big. It's it's a small book size box. They give you a bag that is like a yard and a half wide and then like a yard long. 
every year. I don't know why. You'll see them like just for big fucking bags they give you. And they absolutely smack the fuck out of people yep. walking around. I've been smacked by so many fucking bags at Gen Con every year. It's have, just part of it. Yep. I, I do have another question. But first, wh- what two Marvel games did you buy? Uh, Sinister Six and Wakanda Forever. Okay. And I actually bought a third Marvel game that I remember now. <laughs> he was he's too ashamed to tell us about it. Marvel yeah, Flux. And oh, Flux is a... The game Flux. Yeah, card game. Flu- yeah, exactly. Board game? Card game. Card, card game. game. It's a card game, technically, <laughs> though. I think, again, the board's implied by the cards sure, that you right. lay on them. All but right. whatever. Uh, apparently, they put out a Marvel version, and it had a collectible coin in it, which... For some reason, my dumb monkey brain is like, <laughs> I need that. Even I gotta though have it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about coins. Shiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shiny. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was. So mm-hmm. now I have that too. Yeah. So yeah. out of 72-ish thousand people. Yes. What was the best cosplay you guys saw? I wrote that down. Did oh. you? That was on my list. Interesting. You do have about. notes. Let's so, go through your notes after this. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, so... I saw, I'll give you my top three. Because, okay. 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 I've got two. I'm going to start with three. I've got and two, it's a double. So. It's a double feature. Oh. So I'm not up to date with this show. Alex watched it in the, when I was in the background. Good <laughs> Omens. Okay. Aziraphale and Crowley. Uh, I saw a very good cosplay of the two of them. I did not see this one. With the wings and everything. Very nice. cool. Mm-hmm. I nice. This one. Um, I also saw, saw a very freakishly demonic looking Hellboy. Okay. And wow. uh, he was getting pictures taken with him. It, it was weird. Ugh. Okay. He, he like had a mask on and it, like his eyes were too far into it. I don't know. Oh. Very unreal. Anyways. Okay. And then I saw Nigel from the Jumanji movie. And that was my favorite one. Mm. That was so good. He had like the little safari hat. Oh. Uh, he's the guy that gives you the quest on. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Anyways, that was probably my favorite one. Wow. I, I did not expect that. It's good. Uh, I saw a giant scarecrow, <laughs> which was fucking fantastic. So I think it was the villain from the the Batman, like the scarecrow. Oh, but like he was on stilts and like had like the it was like the terror mode scarecrow. I think this was Saturday. Oh, he looked super cool. He was in the parade, I think the costume parade. Um, and then the other one I saw was a tiny Tina in a psycho costume. And they did the cell shading makeup sure. mm-hmm. on their faces, but fucking perfect. I love like, when they do that. That's so cool. Did either of you Looked see great. the other person's cosplayers at all, though? Did you see no. any of the ones he mentioned? I maybe had seen a tiny teeny, but I can't. There's a possibility. I, I saw was... the Good Omens people, but I don't know Good sure. Omens because I've okay. not seen it yet, and I wasn't familiar with it. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a chance, but there's also a ton of fucking people in cosplay yeah. there that you might not. Would you my Macho Man have gone over well? Oh yeah, I think so. Anything really, especially lit- if you were handing out Slim Jam, I'm, Slim oh, Jams. I'm going Slim to jams. fucking Gen Con next year, man. It would, it would go. Over. It, that's literally, a, everything that's how goes you sell well it there. to Kyle. Okay. You don't, you don't sell him like, oh, you get to play board games. You get, to, you get to be the center of attention yes. as Macho Man Randy Savage. He knows me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, I think you would do well. Um, cosplayers. people would ask you for pictures for sure. Got that. Um, ask best moment. Oh, Blake, your notes. What else do you have, buddy? Uh, let's see what I haven't talked about. Uh, advice. 
maybe advice for sure, someone who for few, if you go to Con, I like it. Very going, nice. Sure. What would you as a first year guy? Sure, I learned a lot. I'll tell you that. Um, the way they got the ticketing set up is that it's cheaper to just buy all four days if you're going to go more than once. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. So, and those yeah. four day tickets sell out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. if you're interested in going, just buy the tickets. Do it's like 110 bucks or something. For yeah, four days. I think pass. for one day I was gonna go Saturday. You say it was like 60. 60. I think it's just more sure. economically. Yeah. yeah, just do the four day pass regardless of whether you're gonna go two days or or more. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, go Thursday and Friday. I would say Thursday and Friday are the best days. Friday, sure. if you're if you can only squeeze in one day, go Friday. Okay. Thursday's a madhouse. Friday's a lot more relaxed. People aren't taking off work for that. And you get to go play all the games. And, and people have went through the exhibit hall, and now they're going into yeah. play some games. And this is your chance to go yeah. through the big exhibit hall where it's super crowded and get a look at everything. And then the next day, when everybody's screaming in there, because it's Saturday, go yeah. play your games and demo. So, yeah, this is all everything you say is correct. I'm <laughs> I'm adding to that. Thursday is usually when there's a bunch of the doorbuster sales. Yes. When you have to be there first in line to get this game or it's going to sell out. So Thursday is a mad dash on the sales floor, not a great okay. or the show floor. If, if, if you're into show floor, Friday is your best day because Thursday is a bunch of people trying to get their shit and get fucking out. Okay. Um, but and then Saturday, I think, is the first day where you get like families and kids. Mm-hmm. So then that becomes busy in a whole other fucking way. I think you're right. I think Friday is the best day. If you have to go in one day, I think it's Friday. And you truly can't see it all in one day. So keep that in mind. But I know how people's schedules can be. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. And then if you're getting hotels, also get those as quick as you possibly can. Yeah, I would imagine with (laughs) 72,000 people. Yeah. When when those passes go on sale for Gen Con, those hotels go out real quick shortly after. So you want to do that or you're going to be stuck with a really, really expensive Super 8. And uh, (laughs) And nobody wants a Super 8. Yeah, sure. Um, Another suggestion. There is a coupon book as soon as you walk in there. That is one of the first things you want to look at. Um, You can get all kinds of freebies. You can know extra promotions alex won a expansion for a game with a chance to actually win the game it's a game called growl which is like a werewolf hybrid card game yeah um and she just got it free because she used the coupon and and did the thing it's weird man i'm not a coupon guy i think they're dorky and i know that's the dumbest thing in the world yeah but I'm like, no. i think they're dorky if you like hunt and find and spend hours to save cents sure sure and then that's madness sure the gen con book lays it out pretty easily and they do it in a way that i think like illustrates like what's happening in the show exactly blake's right like that's an underutilized resource for sure maybe not coupon think of it more like a promotion yeah it's a promotion book where they're saying hey these are the really cool things you're going to check out that's how we found out about the tiny tina's robot tea party okay that's how you find out um the big board games are usually hosted that year yeah you get free promo cards or like things for all like you get buttons and all kinds of shit for free you don't even have to like show them the coupon book usually just like yeah do you have a coupon and they'll be like yeah here's your thing (laughs) yeah exactly it's but it does. It points you where you need to go. Right. Yeah. It gives you some direction because you can get in there and it can be really overwhelming. Did you 
do roll call or will call i mean sorry did you do will call or did you have your pass ordered and sent to you Uh uh-huh this was next on my list my wife and i failed to change it and we did the will call which was a waste of 50 minutes where you could just walk right in yeah i was gonna say the first year i also did will call and it was an hour and 45 minute wait for me Mm -hmm. to get into the show to then wait to go do other stuff yeah yeah although that's when i realized like i was around my people though yeah we sat in line together and we all cracked jokes and had a good time like i i I did really didn't have any problems with it anyways i just got to meet some more people which was pretty cool well yeah that's that's a very good outlook. That said, I would recommend paying that $10 priority mail pass. Send it right to you. <laughs> Don't be cheap like I was. It's not worth it. <laughs> uh, have you ever done True dun- Dungeon Run? We did it um, last year. Laura and I did. Or the year, maybe it was the year before. But there is some author called Patrick Rothfuss, who is some fantasy guy in the vein of George R. R. Martin. He's apparently like real good and big right now. Yeah. Um, he did Name of the Wind, right? I think so. Yeah. All right, cool. You know. I um he did he did the dungeons that year. He did hmm. um I think based on that series. Um and Laura was real into it because she was deep into that series at the time. I never wanted to do it because it is a sixty dollar ticket, I think, right I think now. It's up to seventy. It's seventy wow. fuck that. And <laughs> So for those Do that know don't know, it, oh yeah, man, please explain it. it. So it's for those that don't know, it is a like a a real life dungeon. You're yeah. you're walking. Oh wow, okay. I, it, you walk into it. You solve puzzles. Mm-hmm. There's animatronics there. There's special effects, fog what? machines, and you walk through it. It takes what an hour. I would two say hours? everything you said is correct. The year I did it, I would question that there were animatronics. Oh, <laughs> I, I, see, it was it, much cheaper my year. You know what? And I didn't get to do it. I didn't sign up in time, but uh, I, I researched it. And it, man, that's right up my alley. It's it's like it um, sounds tight as fuck. It's yeah. a haunted house, but with a fantasy yeah. theme, and it's an escape room because yes. every room you go into, you figure out a puzzle or. And this is, I thought, like, the most interesting is, like, they take the D&D mechanics and, like, they, they give you a little character sheet at the beginning. They give you your your armors, your helmets, all your shit, your swords and everything from, like, random pucks you have from a bag. They give you a bag of, like, a bag of nine or ten pucks, like little hockey pucks. And on each one is your armor item, magic skill, whatever. And so you fight in this dungeon Usually something in a costume will come out and go like, you have to fight the int now. And you're like, cool. And you walk over to like a shuffleboard and you use those pucks and you have to like slide it down the shuffleboard and land in like a silhouette of the fucking int. And there are different zones that do different points of damage. It's fucking fantastic. Yep. 30 minutes and it's done though. So that's what you got to weigh because it is a 60 to $70 ticket. This yeah. is as much to get in to the whole convention for a day. Right. For a 30 minute throwing pucks in a silhouette and somebody going like, ah. That said, there was a naked lady our first year or, or the there. year we did it. Yeah. Oh, that it was it right a, there. a fake queen of the woods. Oh, God, it was great. 
she had like a side tip hang out real bad and Laura like elbowed me and she's like Ryan and like, I fucking I, I know yeah I see <laughs> but you don't they, have to look at it I know <laughs> there was like a, a teenage boy who was like 13 oh no oh no in our group and yeah. he was just Zoned so in. hard in and Laura and I were cracking our shit because she's like giving this big long lore of a story on like her people's tragic history and this kid's just like zoning right in on that side tit. Wow. Fantastic. Huh. 10 out of 10. What was I saying? True Dungeon, worth it. Worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Changed, <laughs> yep, that changes it for sure. So, uh, that being said, if that's something that interests you, uh, it sells out really quickly. Like, yeah. once they open up for tickets to be sold, like, days. Yes. So, if it's something yeah. they're interested, interested in, even slightly, just do it. Mm-hmm. You probably only get one chance to do it anyway. It does sound cool as hell. I'd I do it. Say. I would have done it had I known about it before, yeah. mm-hmm. but um, I would say I it's definitely, I think it's still overpriced. It is yep. worth one time absolutely saying, because it is an experience that's really kind of unlike other things. Right. Maybe less so now in the world of escape rooms. Now now it kind of feels more that way, but eh, it's still worth it. Right. What else? Uh, I think my last little bit um, is where to eat and how to Ooh. have lunch at the convention center. So do you have any ideas? Because I've got a few, but I kind of want to see if we aligned there. It depends on what you're after. Um, If you're trying to do any of the delis or uh, shops in the convention center, you're going to get robbed. It is way too pricey for garbage lunch pizza. Um, I did that one year and it was like a $6 slice and I didn't even want to finish it. It was so garbage. Um, it's not great. If you want to do the food trucks, that's a little bit better, but be prepared to wait, uh, 30 minutes at every single food truck because there is not ever a fucking time when people aren't fucking eating. Mm -hmm. Um, your best bet, and I learned this, this, this year, just go to the, the Circle Center Mall food court. Uh, it's like a quick, like, two block walk. You go there, you go to fucking, I don't know. Panda Express. Panda Express. What, they had a, they, they had like some Korean place I went to this year that was really good. Hmm. They made a quick Korean bowl. No fucking line. Got to eat in peace. It was fucking quiet. Went to the convention center. Mm-hmm. Easy. Done. Uh, you go to a food truck. You're going to be waiting forever. You've got to fight for spots. You're usually going to be sitting on like gross pavement, like, I'm with assuming. a bunch of smokers. <laughs> yes, that was another thing that was off-putting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, we live in Bloomington where, you know, you don't get a lot of that. And Not here, no. There's, they just smoke everywhere yeah. down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so for my, I knew that was going to be an issue. Yeah. Because I'd heard that's one of people's main complaints. Um, we walked like three blocks and found something every time with no wait. Ah, uh, restaurants like yes. uh, dine-in or sit-in yeah. places? Uh, preferably somewhere with a bar so you can get yeah. a drink. Um, there's a place called the Slippery Noodle. Have you heard of it? I have yeah. heard of it. Yeah. It's like three blocks from the convention center and fantastic food. It's a blues bar. Oh. It was it was great. And nice. it wasn't much of a walk. It was honestly a nice way to get away from the crowds. Yep. And no wait and fair priced. Wasn't getting robbed. I mean, I'll get robbed when I buy the board games then. That, <laughs> that seems uh-huh. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Man. This was actually fucking... I liked your, all of your tips. These were great. Okay. I, I think I could use those at other conventions. I only go to the one. 
Yeah, it's unfortunate because Louisville is not much of a convention compared Apparently to not, Gen Con. Man. Like it's it's man, I don't even think Louisville is like what would be in Lucas Oil alone, and I oh. think that's like a small part of. Yeah, the I think though, like if we did things that like you would lose people, you wouldn't see the people like you do at Louisville. And that's no, the fun you wouldn't because it's huge. I'm not it's going huge. for those arcades. I like it no. fun, but it's cool to just hang out with those people. Yeah, well, yeah, different priorities too. Yeah. Um, I don't know, boys. I think we're gonna wrap up here. I did have one question I want to burn through though. Yeah. I asked you guys earlier, what's your worst gaming experience or next worst? <laughs> uh, all right. I'm getting the fake finger at me. I'll go first. Uh, if you don't have yours, I have mine because I. Please, Kyle. One. Please go ahead. Well, mine, I, uh, I would love to hear. As again, I didn't. I played board games sparingly as a child. Uh, growing up, it was just me and my mom and my sister. But we always wanted to play Monopoly, me and my sister. And I don't know if like my mom had had a bad day or other things were going on, but we were playing Monopoly. And as brother and sister do, we were just bickering and got into it about something in Monopoly. I think she owed me money. Something. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went on for so long and it upset my mother so badly that she banned Monopoly to the point that she grabbed the game and threw it all in the trash. Oh. And we didn't play Monopoly for like six years. And Jesus it was like... Christ. It was. It became like a funny running joke in the family. Like, oh, yeah, you want to play Monopoly? And then my mom will be like, oh, you guys. Because, you know. But, yeah. So that was one of the worst ones. Just because, like, we kind of broke my mom a little bit for a while. Oh, sure. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I would say maybe I don't have a worse memory as much as it is a behavior. Okay. Uh, my dad, uh, I'll, I'll go this route. My dad likes to drink. He is my a, dad. He's a fellow that likes to drink. And when there are social gatherings, he likes to drink even more. For whatever reason, I'm not going to judge. Whatever. Um... But, like, anytime we ever play a board game, I don't think it's not into my dad, like, blackout drunk doing something to embarrass himself. Whether it is um, betting himself that he won't pour hot candle wax on his dick and then doing it to prove himself right. Uh-huh. That was what, how one ended. Um, getting into a screaming fight with my sister and throwing cat shit in a bag at her. <laughs> um... Oh, there was the night that, um, my, we had a, for some reason, goddamn North Carolina, I'm so sorry, this is gonna sound so fucking out of left field, we had a stray chicken, like, hang around our house, uh-huh. that kind of became, like, Clucky, my dad's pet, like, he loved Clucky, and would talk about it, and Casey and I would, like, take eggs from the fridge and, like, dirty them up and put them outside, <laughs> and, like... Say, like, hey, Clucky laid an egg, and we, like, fooled him for so long. (laughs) But there was, like, one night, they got into, like, a screaming fight, and Casey was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna fucking do to Clucky. And I don't remember how it got to this point, because, like, I was having a conversation with my mom, and then I just hear this. And Casey goes storming outside, grabs the chicken, comes inside, and throws the chicken, like, as hard as she can at my dad. What? Who is sitting in a chair with his lap dog, a little tiny chihuahua at his lap, being who he also loves, and throws the dog to protect himself. The dog and the chicken hit midair. There's like a fucking squabble. 
But that was like a whole nother night. There was another night. A catchphrase ended in him making a whole loaf's worth of peanut butter and belly sandwiches because he couldn't say jelly jelly because he was so (laughs) fucked up. And then was carrying them on like one sheet of uh, paper towel. And of course it broke and it went on the floor and he cried. My dad, who I've seen like cry maybe a handful of times in my life. One of them was because of all of the peanut butter and belly sandwich he dropped on the floor. Wow. So most of my game nights end that way with my family. So I would say it's a behavior more so than just like one night. Okay. Damn. Yeah. I can't. Sorry, I can't. I cannot follow that. <laughs> We're going to say can. I've not ever had a bad experience. Hell Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. That pales so in comparison. Sorry. I did not. Mean <laughs> wow. To... Why'd you let me finish? <laughs> I should have. I'm so Why sorry. Oh my God. Why did you unload like that? I didn't know it was going. I, I feel like, like we like should have like the, the top intervention. Off. I yeah. like it. Intervention. Intervention. <laughs> I need to throw my beer at you. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so sorry, Ryan. Oh, man. Can I hold you? I feel lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I feel heavier. Shit. <laughs> what were we talking about, guys? We're like, Floss Hour? We were talking about Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. Oh, shit. Okay. Blake, buddy. <laughs> fucking, man, thanks for coming on the show, dude. This of course. Was a thanks really for having fun me. Time. Thanks for inviting me to your studio, man. This is really nice. I How know, did right? you guys afford, like, the production costs? My shitty game room cool. is overstuffed. Oh, man. <laughs> Don't let them fool you. This, this is this is you know professional grade stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, they've got this. I, I saw I, a similar setup in uh, MTV Cribs once, mm-hmm. but it was Steve's place. I see it all the time in like how it's made, like uh, behind the music. Film. Yeah. Oh yeah, really yeah, yeah. The similar. Studio. I actually could see this in behind the music. The, the one thing similar to every other studio I've ever been in is that we still have to shut the air conditioner off. Are you feeling uh, that yet? I am feeling. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. We totally have to run with that, or else the editing sounds all fucking weird. Right. So, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. no, man, fucking thanks for coming, hanging Oops. out. Thanks uh, for having me. This was a lot of fun. I think I'd like to have you back uh, a couple more times. It's sure. a good time. Yeah. Um, Anytime. You don't really have anything to plug, I don't think. Me Do to plug. Um, play Pathfinder Second Edition. It's great. All Watch right. the Glass Cannon po- podcast. They're also great. Continue to watch these guys because they're great. Oh man, thanks, buddy. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing else to say. Ryan, you got anything? <laughs> no, I I definitely said enough. <laughs> okay, well, uh, heavy moments are abound. Uh, we'll catch you next time, guys. 